When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Monday edition of the Auburn Live Inside the 20. With myself and Keith Niebuhr, we will do our absolute best to get you the most recruiting coverage and intel we can. Inside the 20-minute mark, I am joined as always am by Mr. Keith Neighbor. Keith, how about you, big dog? What's going on, man? You ready to roll? I'm ready to roll, man. We got a lot to roll out. Before we do, we want to get started by Mr. Caleb Schofield. If you're looking for a car anywhere in this country, Caleb Schofield is the man for you. Caleb Schofield, 334-531-0996. He's got new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and even Hondas, man. A fantastic used car lot. All used cars have to pass a multi-point inspection before they even consider selling them to you. And they back all those used cars with a free three-month, 3,000-mile warranty. All the new vehicles come even more guaranteed with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Unlimited time, unlimited mileage. Not looking for, not, on the, not in the market for a car, but know somebody who is, send them to Caleb. He'll give you $300. Three three four five three one zero nine nine six. Caleb Schofield there at Mike Patton Auto in Lagrange, Georgia. Keith, I'm back. Today is Monday morning. We are forty eight hours from the early signing period kicking off. Auburn has sixteen commitments, one transfer of of which one is a transfer. What do you what do you think things stand right now, Keith? Forty eight hours till kickoff. Yeah, I mean, based on in your reporting and my reporting and everybody, Cole Pinkston's reporting, we think Auburn's going to finish pretty well here. Um, here's the question, though. Uh, some of these guys may, you know, you never know who's going to hold off on their announcements and stuff like that. So uh, a guy like Tyler Scott, we don't think is going to announce until January 7th, and that's somebody Auburn feels pretty, pretty good about. So the end results, people might have to be patient. Because if you if you are in fact landing him, he's not going to show up in the rankings Wednesday. Uh, and then there's some guys that like uh, Keldrick Falk makes the surprise visit to Auburn over the weekend after telling everybody he wasn't going to go. They're still battling for Bama commit Tony Mitchell, the the four or five star, depending upon who ranks him, a defensive back from Alabaster Thompson High School. Kay and Lee, four star Ohio State defensive back commit, still very much in it with him. So if Auburn can hit on all these guys. They're going to be in the top 20 and pretty close to the top 15. But if they just hit on 90% of them or 80% of them, it's still going to be a class that's moving in the right direction. And then you you look and you see at the end of, of um, this period what, what you got left. Um, and then you try to go fill those needs with, with people that haven't signed yet. And then obviously at the same time, you know, they're working on all these transfers and they seem to be in a good position with a lot of those transfers picked up one over the weekend. Like you said, Jeffrey, tight end Rivaldo Fairweather from Florida International, who was far and away their number one tight end target. So things are progressing. There's two spinning wheels, right? There's two things going at the same time. High school level doing okay, not bad, could finish pretty well. And then the the portal area where you really need Auburn to hit a home run because the the future is now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
regard, uh, they seem to be doing pretty well. Obviously, quarterback in, is the big, you know, mystery right now. We think they're going to do pretty well on the offensive line. Defensive line, they're working on some things. Probably got to find some better guys, too, along the way. But it's progressing. Everything seems to be moving in the right direction. I guess, to me, that would be the general theme for me. Moving in the right direction. We see progress. It's There's an upward path being taken right now. Keith, this morning on Auburn Live on 3, and if you're not a member, please uh, give us a try, man. Right now, $25 until next September. Keith had a uh, 10 most wanted target list up this morning. This is high school JUCO guys. And Keith, I think Auburn gets the majority of these guys. If I were putting a class together right now, I, I think the majority of these guys would be on my list. But I'll read them off in the order in which you wrote. Uh, Keldrick Fault, the defensive end from Highland Home. Isaiah Jada, the uh, JUCO offensive lineman. C.J. Johnson, the safety from Texas. Kay and Lee, the cornerback from Georgia. Braden Marshall, the cornerback com uh, committed to UCF. Xavion Miller, another JUCO offensive tackle. Tony Mitchell, the DB committed to Alabama. Quay Russell and James Smith. And then you said Tyler Scott. Keith, of those guys, let me count what I would do here. Uh, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, at least six, maybe eight. Yeah. I mean, Keldrick Falk, obviously, that's one we don't really Wild know. card. What, what does this visit mean yesterday? Well, we know FSU wasn't really thinking he was going to visit Auburn, right? We know he told reporters when he left Tallahassee that he wasn't visiting anywhere else and then immediately drove to Auburn. Um, asked if we would not report. Yeah, although he did then subsequently did an interview. With somebody <laughs> asked else. that we wouldn't report when he got there. Yeah, and I mean, then after he left, he said, I'm not doing any interviews. Okay, cool. And then he goes home and, and he gives two Florida State sites interviews, the 24-7 and the on three. Oh, wow. Okay. He said two different really things in the 24-7 report. He said that is, you know, he's going to talk to his mom. She, she wanted him to really think about it and come to her Tuesday night. Uh, he kind of left it a little bit more open with the on three interview. He said, you know, basically Florida State feels like my pick. So, it, you know, you don't know what to think with these guys, man, especially when, when mama wants him at Auburn. It's got to be a good thing. Uh, but the kid seemed like he was set on Florida State. So at this point, it's a toss. I, I really don't know. I, you know, I, I would I would expect the worst if I'm an Auburn fan and the worst being that he remains committed to Florida State. Yeah, I'd say 40-60 yeah. and, and, and hopeful that things turn. Yeah. You know, uh, they're in it with a lot of those guys. And just a little secret, Jeff, all I do to put that together is go look at your two hot boards, compare them, and then and then order some guys. And there's some other guys that, that they're, they're recruiting as well. Sure. Eric Singleton, the, the receiver out of Georgia. But – yeah, they've got a real chance. I mean, obviously, I think all eyes are on Falk, Kay and Lee, and uh, and Tony Mitchell. Yeah, because those are that's where if you're an Auburn fan, you're like, okay, when is my program going to start winning some real recruiting battles? Okay, like C.J. Johnson, it's between Auburn and Missouri. He's a good player, but it's between Auburn and Missouri. Caldrick Falk is between Auburn and FSU, and he's already committed to FSU. Now FSU hasn't been that great lately. Like, they had a decent season this year. Uh, with nine wins, but still not an elite powerhouse program. But that's a guy that's been committed in them for a while. That's an eye-opener. Tony Mitchell, a real eye-opener if you can get him. Committed to Bama for a long time. And then Kenyon Lee, who committed to uh, Ohio State, a defensive back out of Georgia. He committed to Ohio State last uh, 12 months ago. So he's been he's been all Buckeyes for a year. If you flip him at the end, you know, these are attention getters, okay? That's what this program needs. They need people to say, wow, okay. All of a sudden, fans, for one thing, oh, oh, my God, we're getting some guys. Other recruits, oh, my God, uh, 
Guys are starting to go to Auburn again. And then, you know, obviously you want other coaching staffs, if you're Auburn, to know it's not the same old Auburn. You're not just going to walk right into Alabama and take guys. You're not just going to get anybody you want out of Atlanta. That's our area. You know, that kind of thing. That's the mentality that you have to have if you're Auburn. And if you pull out some of those off, then when, when Jeffrey, when they start making coaching visits again in January, and Zach Etheridge shows up at school, that Auburn logo, instead of being this big, looks this big. Okay. It looks, you know, all of a sudden people are taking notice of you again because they haven't been the last few years. They just haven't. I mean, look, uh, we have some good friends that cover other schools, Jeffrey. One of them covers a team that may be about to win a national title. And, and, and one of those people told us like over the summer that they're not even concerned about Auburn anymore on the recruiting trail. How sad is that? Well, those days seem to be over. We think. Right. We, think we don't know. We'll know a little bit more in the coming days and weeks. And this could be a good start to letting the world know that those days you can forget about it. Make some noise Wednesday. That is fun, you know. Make some noise Wednesday. You mentioned the transfer okay. portal, Keith. Auburn has had dozen or more transfer guys in for official visits in the past two weeks. Really feel like they're putting together a pretty decent little transfer uh, group, a little transfer class. When you mentioned Rivaldo Fairweather, the tight end, we'll start on offense. Uh, Devin Leary came in this weekend at quarterback. Dylan Johnson at, uh, at running back. Rod Rod Thomas came back for his second visit in as many weeks at wide receiver. Offensive line's been loaded. Uh, we mentioned the two JUCO guys, but let's you know Dylan Wade came in. Um, Walter ben, Rouse. Walter Rouse. Ben Scott. Yep. Um, Pac-12 guys. Those those guys being from out in the Pac-12. And yeah, West Coast guys, right? Uh, defensive line. You had an interview up with Dylan Wilson. Yeah, De- Deion Wilson. We keep either one of us have gotten his name right in two Dude, weeks. <laughs> I, and I, I, for whatever reason, I can't remember Walter Rouse for anything. Oh, Elijah McAllister on the defensive line, right. outside linebacker. Um, who else? Seems like there was another guy that I always forget. Oh, uh, the, the the kid from another Arizona State or, or somewhere the uh, the edge. Uh, shoot. Case Ford or something? Oh, uh, Trace Ford from That's Oklahoma State. Yeah. That was, I think he visited earlier. Last weekend. Yeah, the last two weekends. So, a lot of uh, – and listen, let me tell you, Auburn's guys – and Amari Kite was here uh, unofficially early uh, in the middle yeah, of the week. In January, too. So, th- this isn't just – you know, they could still visit, right? Uh, the transfers can visit that week up to when they have to enroll. So, they're not done there by any stretch. Right. Yeah. Uh, quarterback's going to be the big issue here. The thing everybody's looking for, Auburn needs an immediate impact. Quarterback Devin Leary certainly could be that guy. He's got one year left. He's coming from NC State. He was um, – a lot of people think Kentucky is the team to beat. I haven't heard anything that would lead me to believe that's wrong. But I haven't heard a lot about his visit to Auburn. I'm still – I've got some hooks in the water as far as that goes. Um, haven't had a bite yet. Devin Leary is a grad transfer with one year. He's – Torres pectoral muscles, so he's not medically cleared until the spring to throw the football. So Auburn's got to get somebody in there to run the offense in the spring. You've got Robbie Ashford coming back, but you're going to need you're going to need guys. You're going to need guy who who has experience who can come in and, and lead that offense ne- ne- next year. I haven't heard any names other than than Grayson McCall and Devin Leary. We know Grayson McCall could could not visit, did not visit some academic snag, as I was told with his progress towards degree not sure what the future holds with Auburn and him but uh but he, he's one we'll uh 
put on the back burner as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Dylan Johnson, the running back, pretty excited about him. He's going to visit South Carolina. You talked about some of these guys, you know, going into January, Keith. Um, Dylan Wade could have a decision soon. Elijah McAllister could have a decision soon. Dylan Johnson will have a decision in January, I believe. And what's the latest on Ra Ra, Keith? What, what are you hearing on him? Yeah, Auburn, apparently you were over there. They feel pretty good about how things went this week. And a second visit for him in the last two weeks. He's from Eufaula. I mean, again, he could have got Auburn could have gotten him out of high school. It just blows my mind. But now he's the, one of the top portal targets. But it's gone well. He seems to be bonding with guys at Auburn. He seems to be having a good time. <clears throat> what we know, though, is that there is some real confidence. And I should point out, Ole Miss is also in this. But there is some real confidence in Athens right now. And there's some feeling over there that it would be a surprise if he doesn't go there. So, again, this is another test of Hugh Freeze, right? Yep. Can he beat out Georgia? We know – look, Georgia didn't even take a single guy out of the portal last year, and they're locked in on this guy. That tells you what kind of player people think he is. Ra Ra Thomas, the big receiver from Mississippi State. So if, if Hugh Freeze can get a guy that Georgia feels good about, again, another sign, a big sign, that things are heading in the right direction. So, again, we don't know. I mean, I'm not sure he knows where he's going. We, we don't know that either. But mm. uh, he's given off Auburn some – given off some good vibes at Auburn, but he's also – got Georgia feeling pretty comfortable about where they sit. So, again, and then you can't count out Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss, which has uh, done so well in the portal the last couple of years, especially last year. But so three-team race, everybody sort of feeling pretty good, but Georgia feeling really good. Um, I mean, I know I'm talking in circles here, Jeffrey, but sometimes you just don't know until the guy announces. It's right. just, sometimes you just don't know because when there's multiple schools that feel really good about things, you, you don't know. But – uh Again, that would be significant if you can topple Georgia for him. As far as timelines for for commitments go, Auburn's got 16, including the transfer, Rivaldo Fairweather. But we're expecting – I'm expecting at least um, some guys to pop before Wednesday. Now, Wednesday's going to be busy. A lot of kids are, yeah. are announcing on signing day. You know, there's been reporters say, hey, listen, if you want the maximum coverage on, on your commitment, don't do it on signing day. Do it leading up. Uh, Keldrick Fault will make a final decision. There's a couple of guys on Wednesday, a couple of guys I'm looking for. Next to commit, Keith, I think some – Braden Marshall. Maybe. Isaiah Miller. Isaiah Jada. C.J. Johnson, is he a – Johnson, I think he's going to maybe do something before signing day. We'll see. Okay. I, I feel Those three guys that I mentioned, Braden Marshall, Isaiah Miller, Isaiah Jada, all those guys said – very soon, like coming up, no, no, none of them said, I'm going to do it on signing day. I'm going to do it on Wednesday. So I'm hoping at least for the sake of us and our uh, Wednesday not being as stressed, I hope they go ahead and do that in the next, you know, 36 hours. And I wouldn't be surprised. And obviously we've heard buzz on a couple of high school guys that may do it after signing day. Right, right. You know, one um, of them, for sure, Tyler Scott, like I mentioned earlier. January 7th. Tyler Scott, that's right. Tyler you know, Scott. That's that Auburn feels pretty good about. We visited Texas over the weekend, and apparently there's now some confidence coming from that program. Uh, but Auburn feels pretty locked in with him. We'll see. We'll see. The defensive back class is going to be impressive. You know, Zach Etheridge has done a fantastic job there. If he can get – If you get Tony Mitchell, that's the, uh, the icing on the cake there, I think. I feel good about Kay and Lee. Tony Mitchell seems like that could go either way. Right. Ken Lee, Tyler Scott, C.J. Johnson, Braden Marshall, Tony Mitchell. Tyler Love. 
Tyler Love. So they already in the boat. Sylvester Smith, who you flipped from Tennessee over the weekend. By the way, that that's pretty significant. Oh, I forgot about some. Yeah, I forgot about Sylvester. Another win. Now Tennessee has just had its first decent season in a while, but they're recruiting at a pretty high level when you're beating, you know, as an in-state kid from Munford, Alabama. But he'd been committed to Tennessee forever. They came in, they identified that that was a guy they wanted. Started talking to him two weeks ago. Reoffered him a scholarship this past Monday. Got him to visit Saturday. And he committed Sunday. I mean, this all happened pretty fast. Now, uh, that's a guy that wanted to commit to the old staff about a year ago, and they weren't ready. They didn't. They weren't. They weren't into him as much. Um, so, you know, don't forget. I mean, the I don't know if the needs have changed, the numbers have changed, yeah. but I mean, Zach Etheridge was your DB coach a year ago. I mean, that yeah. hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, what has changed? I tell you, Cole put it in, in, in a little bit of perspective last night on the call-in show. You know, he's talking about how how good Sylvester Smith looked in the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star game. Sometimes uh, just get better. Right. That could have, you know, that that could – Auburn could have been paying attention to his All-Star performance and said, hey, let's take him. But we know that Auburn's going to have a big, big DB class. And from all indications, it's going to be stacked. You're going to have some three stars in there. But you're also – hey, let's don't forget Colton Hood and the guys that are already in the boat. Stacked DB class, uh, offensive line. Offensive line is going to be. I think if they can get these two JUCOs, a couple of these transfers, man, it's going to be a home run. Got a uh, shot. They got a shot. Um, you know, the big concern for me, obviously, what's going to happen at quarterback and uh, and defensive line. We we haven't yeah. seen any proof yet, and 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 it's early. And the new D line coach Jeremy Garrett just got there a couple weeks ago. But we haven't seen any evidence yet that they're going to hit a home run there. We don't know. They could. We just haven't – there's nothing that suggests that. Now, there's some guys in the portal. McAllister, you mentioned, from Vanderbilt. Deion Wilson from Arizona. Now, Deion Wilson says Auburn's got a big lead. He's a defensive tackle, big lead, and he could commit any day. He, he's saying he's going to visit Houston in January, but he also said, I need to think it over. Auburn's my big leader. But um, but those are more depth pieces or developmental pieces, per se. I agree. We haven't seen – the big move yet. And, you know, so Auburn brought in James Smith, the five-star uh, defensive tackle over the weekend. Most people think Alabama's the team to beat. Could Can Auburn get over across the finish line with him? I mean, Hugh Freeze saw him last Wednesday, then he visits Saturday. You know, we'll see. Um, not incredibly optimistic there. They think they're in it. Um, but they're probably – that's a place in the portal where they're going to have to, you know, uh, you regroup after this signing day and you start working toward the future – they're going to have to hit a home run or two in the portal because defensive line Jay, Jeffrey was average at best last year. At best, it can't. And if it gets worse, you're going to have yeah. a hard time winning a lot of games next year. Hey, and let's, drop, okay. Let's don't forget the second level of that front seven. The linebackers, great day in the morning. I have no idea what's going None. on. They're going to. You, you can tell they're going to circle the wagons. Go ahead, Jeffrey. I'm sorry. It, there are absolutely none. Yeah. Zero high school JUCO linebackers that I'm aware of heading, you know, 48 hours before signing day, early signing period that Auburn is even in on. And, you know, even the transfer guys, we haven't seen any offers go out. Either they know something that we don't, or we're going to see a very loaded January, February uh, of linebacker recruiting for Auburn. Maybe they're going to break out the new 4-7 defense next year. I don't know. But, no, I think think you're going to see them circle the wagons – you know, once this signing day is over and say, okay, now here's what you got. Here's what you need. So after the signing day, you're still going to need some offensive linemen, a quarterback or two, 
uh, a lot of defensive linemen and linebackers. I think they'll be okay everywhere else. I mean, they, look, they got look. There's a reason why the last coach isn't here, everybody. I mean, they they they, they didn't have they didn't have the players. Uh, he wasn't left with a ton, but it then got worse. And so they're in a little bit of a hole here. So yeah. everybody's going to have to try to be patient. You know? So the, the the difference between Harson when he got here and, and Freeze when he's getting now that he's here is that you said he, he didn't he, Harson wasn't left a lot, but he didn't do anything to to resolve it. No, as far he, as the offensive line, Hugh yeah. is at least targeting these these needs and bringing in these transfers and JUCO offensive tackles and linemen. I mean, as it stands right now, you're looking at Ben. Scott at center. You've got the guards, Deion Wade, uh, Dylan Wade, Dylan Wade uh, the two <laughs> Juco tackles. Yeah. You know, uh, Rouse, Walter Rouse coming have, in. You got to like, Kite. You got to have at least seven capable offensive linemen, right? And hopefully more than that. But so of the guys returning, the one you feel best about is Jeremiah Wright. But, you know, Tate Johnson started games at center, but he didn't play great. I mean, he, he was a young guy learning. He probably could get better. Um, but there really isn't a ton coming back. So you've got you got to bring in some guys, man. You got to bring in some. There's no doubt. And, but they're working toward that. Connor Lou's a, a center signee that yeah. we think could come in and and maybe do something early. Uh, maybe he can be in your two deep. Maybe he can be your number ten or eleven guy. That's fine, you know. But uh, they know that they've addressed their their look. We're seeing that we know that they've addressed they're addressing things based on who's visiting and where the offers are going. But the linebacker position is a little perplexing. Because we haven't seen a lot of offers go out there. Do they know you're right, Jeffrey? Do they know something we don't know? Right. Or, well, you know, we'll see, man. We've only uh, 48 hours, like we said, till early signing period begins. A lot of fireworks. We're hoping and expecting, or at least we're hoping that it happens, just so we won't be so swamped on signing day. But lots to uh, lots to cover, lots to keep an eye on. We'll be doing it all on, at Auburn Live on three. If you're not a member of that site, twenty five dollars now until September. You'll get your money's worth in the first 48 hours. I promise you. Uh, Keith will be back Wednesday on a live show. We're going to do a uh, signing day live. We'll, we'll, we'll be um, going live early Wednesday and probably roll to Lamel around lunch or 10, 30 or 11, somewhere like that. We'll uh, we'll have the meat of the day uh, on, on live. We appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody subscribing to the site. If you're not uh, subscribed to our YouTube page, please do so now. Hit that notification. We will be tracking it all. Hey, we appreciate everybody for Keith, for Zach in the back. I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all stay out of the left lane. See ya.